How many times have you felt like giving up? Everyone is faced with challenges at some point in their life. Lots of challenges make us feel like giving up. For some people, regular everyday life makes you feel like giving up. Our schedules are busy. We don't feel as if we have time to deal with life and sometimes life is just plain hard. One of the hardest things in life to do is to persevere when things are hard. It's the moment when we all need to keep moving forward. Anyone who has ever faced a trial or suffering knows that the only way to deal with your trial is to go through it. We can't dodge it or go around it. We must go through it. In Revelation chapter 7, we're told about a group of people who have been through a lot. But now, after they have gotten through it, they're actually able to stand before God. The letter written by John to the church, which we call Revelation, is a series of pictures or visions of what God gives the Apostle John, letting God's people know things that are about to take place. Let's read chapter 7 together. It says in verse 1, After this I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, that no wind might blow on the earth or sea or against any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the rising of the sun with the seal of the living God. And he called out with a loud voice to the four angels who have been given power to harm the earth and sea, saying, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of the sealed, 144,000, sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. 12,000 from the tribe of Judah were sealed, 12,000 from the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 from the tribe of Gad, 12,000 from the tribe of Asher, 12,000 from the tribe of Nephiel, 12,000 from the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 from the tribe of Simon, 12,000 from the tribe of Levi, 12,000 from the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 from the tribe of Zubarin, 12,000 from the tribe of Joseph, and 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin were sealed. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation and from all the tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, 
These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor scorching heat for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of living water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This picture that John sees about the 144,000 and this multitude of people, they're not two different groups. They're the same group of people. And it comes on the heels of chapter 6. And chapter 6 asks this question, who is able to stand before the throne? So this question is answered before we get to the seventh seal. Chapter 7 is all about answering the question that is posed at the end of chapter 6. It's a detailed explanation of who is actually worthy to come before the Lamb and the throne. Well, one of the first things that we see that is an answer to this question of who can stand is those that are sealed. Verse 3 says, Do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. We see this angel is given the seal of the living God and permission to go and stamp the servants of God on their foreheads with the seal. The angel seals a total of 144,000 people. This number is seen by many Bible interpreters as a figurative number, though there are some who see this number as a specific literal number. The point of giving a number is to be all-inclusive of God's people, but also complete. There is a fixed number of God's people in God's mind who are his. He knows every person's heart, and that number is finite. And that finite number of people are sealed by God for God. A seal has a tremendous amount of meaning. It's a mark of possession, meaning God owns what has been sealed. It also points to God's commitment to the seal. It's his stamp of approval. In the midst of sealing, it's quite clear that those who are sealed are protected from the consequences of harm that is prepared for the inhabitants of the earth, which was outlined in chapter 6. The four angels standing at the four corners of the earth represent this metaphor where they're holding back the wind. Really, they're holding back the harm that is about to come on the earth. And God is not allowing that harm to come until all the servants of God are marked with his seal. We should all be asking the question, how does a person get sealed by God? It's clear that those who are sealed are servants of God, those who have given their life to follow Jesus. They are full of belief and full of the Holy Spirit. This sealing that God is reminding his people of takes place when we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And then God seals us by giving us the deposit of our 
future life through the Holy Spirit as a guarantee that we are His. If you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, you're sealed. You're kept through the difficulties. You're protected from the worst of what is coming upon the earth. God has set you apart from those that are marked with the mark of Satan or the mark of the Antichrist that we're about to find out that is coming. Those that are sealed have the God-given right to stand before the throne of God. That's what we're told here about this group of people. Here's another characteristic of those who can stand before the throne of God, and that is the seasoned. Notice how in verse 9 there's just greater detail about this multitude of people who are standing before the throne. Then one of the elders asked John, who are these people and where do they come from? But John doesn't really know. He is just observing the vision. John actually says, but you know. And the elder responds with, these are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. Those who are worthy to stand before the throne and the Lamb are those who have been seasoned through the tests and trials of the tribulation. Yes, there are people who are believers in the great tribulation. They are seasoned soldiers of Jesus, seasoned servants with lots of experience living in a world that is hostile to followers of Jesus. They were present when the earth was harmed. They saw friends and family suffer martyrdom. They have wrestled with the deception Satan tried to use on them as the world was deceived by Satan. They have been purified, as seen as in the elders' comments. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Those who have been through difficult times get seasoned. And that seasoning makes them able to stand before the throne and the Lamb. You see, these people have not only been sealed and seasoned through the tribulation, but through all of this, they have been shepherded by the Good Shepherd, Jesus. You see, only the sealed, the seasoned, and the shepherded are able to stand before the throne. Let's look at verses 15 through 17, where again, we come to this place where there's this section of dialogue, and dialogue always reveals what's happening in these pictures. We understand more by the dialogue than we do of the picture. In verse 15, it says, therefore they are before the throne of God, this multitude of people, this 144,000. They serve him day and night in his temple, and he who sits on the throne will shelter them in his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor the scorching heat, for the lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You see, this group of people, they've been sheltered by God's presence. They have hungered, they have been thirsty, but now the promise is that they will be hungry and thirsty no more. 
they're protected from the natural disaster that has been happening and harm that has been brought to bear because the shepherd has been guiding them and supporting them through the heartache, wiping every tear from their eyes. You see, the role of Jesus, this lamb, is to shepherd the sealed, to support the seasoned as they go through whatever this world throws at them. If you've been sealed, then you will be shepherded by Jesus. If you're in a time of seasoning, then God's promise is that he will shepherd you by guiding you through the heartache, sheltering you with his presence. Because it's quite clear that the answer to the question of who is worthy to stand before the throne, it is those who are sealed, seasoned, and shepherded. Those are the ones that will be standing before the throne and the Lamb. Will that be you? Every person needs to pause and reflect on whether they are sealed with the mark of God. If you've never been marked by God, the way that that actually happens is that we confess our faith in Jesus. And then as Jesus sees our heart that is bent towards him, he comes, he sends this angel to mark us and to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit. The sealing of the Holy Spirit says that we are his and we live with him forever. If you've never been sealed, reach out to Jesus today to be sealed. For those of us that are sealed and maybe we're going through a seasoning time or looking to God to shepherd us through the midst of our circumstances, let us persevere. Let us dig deeper. Let us trust God in the midst of whatever we're going through because God's plan for us is that we would stand before the throne of God and before the Lamb. We may all be in this period of trial right now as we see things in this world begin to wrap up because God's promise is that there is a day coming when he will return and he will make all things new. That's the hope of the Christian faith. It's the hope that God will do something in the midst of the pain and suffering that is in this world. If you've never given your life over to Jesus and you need somebody to pray with, you can contact our church, you can contact our prayer line. We would be glad to pray with you and to work with you through you giving your life to be sealed by God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I thank you for your word that tells us these things before they happen. And Lord, I pray today that people who are listening to this, all of us would hear, and that we would confess faith in Jesus, and that we would be sealed and seasoned and shepherded through the things of this world, through the difficulties, through the hardship, and God, that we would persevere in the midst of this, knowing that you have a plan 
and it's part of the process so that we could stand before you and the throne. So Lord, we give you praise. We thank you for your promise, for your goodness, for all that you do. And we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.